eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to Orange and Blue Bloods. Hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beard. Let's get to it, New York. Uh, Knicks lose a heartbreaker in Dallas. They now head to San Antonio. Knicks will look to snap their four-game losing streak when they take on one of the NBA's worst Western Conference teams. The San Antonio Spurs host the Knicks Thursday night. The Spurs currently have just 11 wins on the season. Tommy, are you concerned about the Mavericks game carrying over into this game, a game where if you look at it on paper, the Knicks should win. They should be favored. Um, one quick thing before we get on the Spurs, I just, yeah. I, I just wanted to mention, um, on Luca, I, I love, yeah, yeah. I've loved him since he, before he came into one, I've only been, um, retweeted by the freezing cold takes account. They've actually, they, they, the only time I've ever been retweeted by them, um, was when I, there was like a, a tweet on draft day. He retweeted a tweet of mine from like months prior saying, I guarantee Luka Doncic will be the first pick in the draft. Something along those ah, lines, right. or, or any team would be crazy, not you know that that type of thing. And yeah. as we know, um, um, he, he fell to fell to number three. And that it, it, honestly, that was one of the things I was thinking about that night was, um, you know, Nick fans have it bad. Don't get me wrong, but think about it as a Kings fan, like how do you come back from that? You know, like yeah. you, can, you can understand Phoenix taking eight, and I get you know you can rationalize yeah. it, and even the, the the Hawks obviously traded the pick, and and Trey Young's been great, so you know you, you you can live with that. But the Kings taking Bagley is just is just one of those things where um, it's almost a nightly basis you get tortured and, and traumatized by by that pick. Um, but it, yeah. it's, and, and, and again, I love Luca. I got back into card collecting like during the pandemic. I bought a bunch yeah, of. Yeah. Luca um prison rookies and, and all that stuff. So I have I have two autographed Luca Doncic jerseys, one hanging oh, in my nice. office. Um the complaining. Doncic complains every every time he's up and down the floor. It yeah. almost makes it hard to enjoy watching the kid play and rooting for him with the complaint. I you know I know I'm sure Mavs fans will deal with it. They'll they'll take it. Yeah. Um, just, you know, um, just for the sake of, of, you know, going forward of the league, you know, it just it, it, it really drains kind of the excitement because um, he's always waving his arms and, and gesticulating. Just do just just try to play the game. Um, also, it doesn't seem he's in 
great shape. I mean, he's in good enough shape, certainly. But you yeah. know, what, if he ever gets into, you know, if he ever does a LeBron James offseason, you know, like or or like, let me figure out what Kobe did, you know, from from the last game of the season to the first game of the season, and really get in the best shape of his career because he's operate. It feels like you look at him and he's operating at like eighty five percent, which is listen, it's good enough to have a sixty twenty ten game, yeah, but, right? Yeah, you know, but like you know, he's, he's still a young kid. He's just twenty three years old. Like he's you know what's gonna happen, you know three, four, five, six, eight years. Um, and he's got plenty of time to kind of get on track. Um, but just for the sake of the league, um, just two kind of nitpicking caveat things, um, you know, play the game a little bit more, stop complaining, and then just get in great shape because he has a chance to be, um, you know, one of the two, three, four, five greatest players that has ever played in the NBA. Um, so I'd love to see him kind of maximize that potential. Just selfishly, as as a, <laughs> as a person that's watched the NBA his whole life. Um, okay, that out of the way. Moving on to to San Antonio. Um, yeah, listen, it's it, it's the one thing um, you have to credit. Uh, one of the things you have to credit Tibbs for is his ability for his teams to bounce back. Um, you know the you know in my newsletter I had called the game uh, that Saturday matinee at the Garden on December 3rd, the Dallas debacle. So I guess this will be Dallas debacle version 2.0. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in, in, in referencing it during the subsequent, because remember the Knicks lost that game to the Mavs on Saturday afternoon, then played Donovan Mitchell and the Cavs the next night, Sunday evening. Um, and, you know, there was talk that, you know, had the Knicks lost that Cavs game or got blown out again in that Cavs game would Tibbs have a job on Monday. Um, a lot of people were speculating that he might not, um, myself included, if the Knicks had lost yeah. a couple more games. Um, so that being said, they we know they bounced back, beat the Cavs the next night, and then won seven games in a row. So um, Cavs, uh, Tibbs does a good job of not getting too high during winning streaks, um, did a good job of kind of resetting expectations and reminding folks, that, reminding the team, because Tibbs understands that the Knicks don't have a real margin for, for error. You know, other teams have, you know, if you have Luka Doncic, you can play poorly for the first 47 uh, minutes and, yeah. and 41 seconds. And then, you know, he'll pull out a, a rabbit out of the hat. Um, Knicks don't have that superstar. Um, they don't have, you know, they're not dominant on either end of the floor. They have to just kind of, you know, bring their lunch pail and go to work every game. Um, so that being said, um, that approach has its benefits during a winning streak and also bouncing back from really tough losses as we've seen in the past. So um, this is obviously um, a game the Knicks are favored in. They should win. Um, you know, Spurs are one of the worst teams in the league. So we'll see if, you know, Tibbs can kind of reset and, and get everybody back on the same page. Obviously a major issue um, as we record here on Thursday morning is whether Brunson will play. Currently listed right. as questionable. We know Barrett's out. Um, obviously that's a major factor whether the point guard returns. Yeah, yeah, I think that you you hit the nail on the head with the Knicks' ability to respond in what feels like catastrophic uh, situations, which was that Dallas game. So um, it's set up really well for them. They are playing the Spurs, who are only 11-23 and 23 on the season. Um, the Spurs are a team that appears to be tanking. If they're not tanking, they do a real good job of looking like they're tanking. Uh, they, they're playing a lot of young players. Um, some of their other veteran guys could be on the move. Someone like a Yaka Pirtle, uh could be a guy that teams may be interested in. So uh, some of these guys may just be kind of playing off the string until the trade deadline. So uh, this is a game the Knicks should get. Uh, I, I think that you ex- I, I would expect them to play hard, just like I expect them to play hard against the Dallas Mavericks. When I did the last pod. I said that I was like, I think the Knicks will, will come out with the kind of desperation that we saw from 
the Bulls and from the Raptors the previous week. And I expect you'll see that tonight as well. I think we saw it in Dallas. They just couldn't finish the game. I think you'll see probably even more of that against the team that they know that they could uh, they could beat. Now, I do think for the Spurs, they, they're an interesting team only in the sense that they have some of these young players, no, no guys who were drafted kind of in the top two or three. So I don't think they, they have a franchise guy on their team. But they have guys I'm interested in, and I think some intriguing matchups. Like um, Devin Vassell is having a, a really good season. Um, he was a player that the Knicks were interested in uh, in the draft a couple of years ago. And, uh, you know, he had 20 points in his last game. He's one of their leading scorers. Uh, what does Quentin Grimes do with a guy like that who's, who's been playing really well? That's going to be the matchup uh, tonight, and that should be a really good one. Uh, I want to see Jeremy Sohan, uh, a, a guy who's also, I think, played pretty well for them as a rookie. I think he'll get a lot of Julius Randle. That should be an interesting matchup. Sohan is uh, a defensive ace. So uh, seeing how uh, he handles a player, the caliber of Randle, who's playing at a high level right now. Some intriguing matchups for some young Spurs players up against the Knicks tonight. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, um, Sohan the, of of the one handed free throw for for folks that haven't yeah. had to check yeah. him out. He shoots free throws uh, with, with one hand um, as he's trying to figure out how to how to. Um, it's, it always it always has bothered me that that players have been so. We've seen Plumlee um, switch hands, and um, you know it bothers me that no player has had the guts to try the underhand free throw. Um, oh, yeah, you know, we've, we've seen Rick Barry shoot ninety percent. Uh, you know f- from you know tr- trying the underhand free throw. Um, if you're willing to shoot with one hand or switch hands and then in the middle of your career. Um, I think you'd give that a shot, but I guess it, um, for whatever reason. Um, the other thing is, as you mentioned, um, it's certainly worth noting um, that Vassell is listed as questionable with left knee soreness. Mm-hmm. Keldon Johnson listed as questionable with lower back tightness and, and McDermott uh, dealing with right knee right knee soreness as well. Um, Vassell was listed as questionable in the, in the previous uh, Spurs games. He ended up playing, played 30 minutes um, in a back-to-back on uh, in Tuesday's loss to the Thunder. Um, ditto for Johnson as well. He was listed as questionable, came out and played 30 minutes. So um, we'll see if that, um, you know, if, if those guys actually do um, suit up on Thursday night, I would assume they would, um, but, but certainly something to keep a track, uh, keep an eye on. Um, Knicks are getting five points. Um, that's, that's the spread as of right now, I, I, I kind of thought it'd be a little bit higher, but again, there's a lot of questionable. I think if Brunson was playing, it probably would be higher, but um, Brunson and Barrett being out obviously impacts the what, what Vegas thinks about it as well. Um, so yeah, I, I think you, you you called it out. This is again, this is an opportunity um, for, for Grimes to to kind of showcase himself a little bit more, get an increased opportunity. And then the other thing we got to talk about is with Barrett out, um, does do one of the other players um, that has that have not been a part of the rotation, um, namely Evan Fournier and Cam Reddish, um, do they slide back into the rotation now that Barrett is officially sidelined? Um, for uh, at least Thursday and then going forward. Yeah, that that definitely is is now uh, becomes a, a bigger storyline with RJ Barrett out. And we will get to that in a second. Just one quick thing on the Spurs. Um, what is the deal with Greg Popovich? Like, like what is, what is he doing at this point? Like, you, you listed those questionables uh, and, you know, you listed the injuries. I was kind of waiting to hear questionable. 
Like, uh, you know, like they may hold one of these guys out because they're just in the tank mode. They want to make sure they can get as many lottery balls as possible so they could end up with the uh, the French phenom, uh, the seven foot three guy who certainly will be the number one pick uh, this upcoming draft. But it just feels like Pop, I, I, I mean, we know his resume. We know the great things he's done um, as an NBA coach. He, of course, won an Olympic gold medal just uh, just recently coaching Team USA. I mean, at this point, is he, is he in the service of just trying to get young players uh, uh, and improve them and 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 uh, and kind of teach them life lessons? We know he kind of cares a lot about things outside of basketball. He cares a lot about these these young men's lives. Like, is that what he's doing at this point? It just feels like this Spurs season and this Spurs situation has been beneath him for a while now. I'm surprised he hasn't looked to retire or, or a coach elsewhere. Totally. I, I thought he was kind of, you know, hanging on to 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 um, secure the, the most wins in, in NBA history. It would make sense mm. if he did that or and, and as you mentioned, the gold medal and then just kind of right off into the sunset. So I, I would have um, bet that he that last season would have been his last season. Um, but, yeah, you know, it's just, you know, and, and, the, and the you know, this is the one. They they won 32 games in, in 1920, then 33, then 34. They're on pace for another low 30s win. Um, you know, it's just the, I am surprised that that pop um, has kind of hung on this long. Um, but you know, you know, it is it is uh, you know there there are only 30 positions in the NBA, so it's it's certainly not shocking to um, you know if if you enjoy what you do to continue doing it. Um, and obviously, you know. in many ways um so we'll see um you know if he uh, continues going forward yeah yeah i think that um it will definitely be interesting to see how his career kind of shapes up uh if the women yama uh tutelage is something that he's waiting for true or 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 if it's just uh you know he just wants to you know coach these last few seasons doesn't see much else and then he'll, he'll ride off soon but i just think that the, the, the pop because the Spurs are so so far away from relevancy, like you know, it's almost like you forget he's still an NBA figure. Yeah. But you know, this is one of the greatest coaches of, in NBA history, and um, he's toiling away on a team that is uh, you know kind of destined for 50, 55, maybe even sixty losses this season. So, yeah, um, it's yeah. it's interesting. It's almost like a blueprint. What will Belichick do if the if the pass, right? You know, because he you know, and not just arguably the greatest coach in NBA history, one of the best coaches in, in professional sports history, North America, right? Sports. You know, like you look at the he's he's on that. If there's a Mount Rushmore, you could certainly make a case for him being one of the four, one of the four, one of the four faces. So, um, yeah, it'll be cool to see. It'll be interesting to see how, how these legends um, that we've grown up with kind of handle their their exit strategy going forward. Yeah, it's like uh, Bill Belichick. This could be your life if you yep. continue on with Mac Jones and what's yeah, going on yeah. with the Patriots. But we'll leave that for the uh, football podcast here on WFN and uh, Odyssey.